Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average, and those savings add up. Imagine what you could buy in the future. So I used the savings from switching to Progressive 30 years ago to buy tickets to the championship game. You know, between those two teams that didn't exist 30 years ago? Yeah, I'm a big Alaska Palm Trees fan. Which is a team now, in the future? So switch to Progressive and save big because those savings can add up in the future. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customer surveyed who saved with Progressive in 2020. Potential savings will vary. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips with Gamecock great Joe Rett. The Gamecocks a winner over Georgia on Saturday. South Carolina remains ranked number 19 in the Associated Press poll, the new poll that's out today. And the Gamecocks alone in first place in the SEC with a 9-1 and conference record. Carolina 19-4 and overall. Joe, a two-point win over Georgia on Saturday. And, you know, some struggles at the foul line kept Georgia in the game late. But I thought it was nice that uh, Justin Mackey iced the win for Carolina on a day that the 1997 South Carolina SEC championship team was honored. And, of course, uh, Justin's father, BJ, uh, the star of that 97 team. And a great chance for Gamecock fans on Saturday to relive some fond memories. And then the Gamecocks beat Georgia as well to hold on to first place in the conference. Yeah, ironically, yeah. It was 20 years ago when they won the uh, SEC in 1997. Uh, Coming my my senior year, we started, you know, uh, going into the SEC. And it, it, it took a while, you know, coming to a new conference and to see that 97 team um, do what they did with B.J., Melvin Watson, and Larry Davis, that, that three-headed monster guard. They were really, really good back then. And uh, uh, give it up to Coach Fogel. He had a great team. He had a great uh, 
playing for that little run that they had. It was really good. And I hate that they lost in the first round those two years, but that was a really special team. And for them to do first in 1997, win the regular season, SEC championship was real awesome for the university. Gamecocks went 15-1 and back in 97 in the SEC and won the regular season championship. But like Joe said, got beaten the first round of the NCAA tournament. And to me, Joe, that's one of the great travesties of our lifetime is how that, that B.J. Mackey, Melvin Watson, Larry Davis, uh, Ryan Stack team never won yeah. a game in the NCAA tournament. Now 20 years later, Joe, it's been 40 years since the Gamecock men won a game in the NCAA tournament. We're hoping that will turn around this year. I hope so, and I think we will. Um, as you see this this team so far this year, we win in all kinds of ways on Saturday. Uh, I think we, our offense was okay. Uh, you had PJ playing well offensively. Uh, Shindarius doing his thing. And you also, Dwayne Notice has been coming on playing, you know, shooting the ball pretty well lately. But, um, this may have been one of our worst defensive games. So, uh, they gave up a lot of shots. The defense just went clicking on them. And that's one thing that I'm, I'm surprised about because when, at the end of the day, our defense is always going to be our staple and, and somehow, it wasn't communicating as well, and they just wasn't rotating and, and not getting out to the open shots. But a lot of that had to do with the big kid inside, and that was the uh, Yonten Mateen. Uh, he gave those guys fits inside. Uh, gave Chris Silver and Coach Saw problems, and they remained in foul trouble that night. But, uh, you know, this is a good team, and hopefully they can continue to win in all kinds of ways. You've seen them win, win blowouts, win on the road, won some games. And, and and this is just a true testament of how good this team, how special this team can be, uh, winning in all kinds of ways. And I look forward to uh, this coming week uh, against Alabama and also Mississippi State. All right, more on those games in just a moment. The Gamecocks beat Georgia 77-75 to on Saturday at the Colonial Life Arena. Sellout crowd for the ball game, and the 97 championship team was honored at halftime. So the Gamecocks remain number 19 in the AP poll at 19-4 and overall, 9-1 and in the conference. And this was a tight ball game with Georgia on Saturday. Joe, 18 lead changes in the ball game. Carolina with uh, three pointers on five of its first seven field goals Saturday. In fact, uh, Cenarius Thornwell hit three threes in a 90-second span early in the ball game, but Georgia had a small lead at halftime, and then the Gamecocks would get it going in the second half, and Joe, 68 of the Gamecocks' 77 points were scored by guards in this ball game. Gamecock backcourt combining for 68 points, 21 for P.J. Dozier, his seventh 20-point ball game of the year. Dozier scored five points in the final minute and 52 seconds to help Carolina to this win. And when the chips were down, Joe, a big three from Justin Mackey late in the ball game, and it was Mackey that hit two foul shots in the closing seconds to make the margin four. Georgia got a tip in just before the horn to cut it to two, but it was not enough for the Bulldogs, who are now 13-10 and 10 overall, four and six in the league. So, you know, tight contest, Joe. We expect this in conference play. Georgia's a team that's given the Gamecocks problem in the years past, mm-hmm. but Carolina sweeps Georgia two games in a regular season this year. Yeah, Coach Fox down there, he, he's always giving us problems. Uh, when you got a guard like Frazier, small guard that – when we play against those smaller guards, they seem to always give us problems. They break down our defense and they get inside the paint kick out the open threes or drop it down to the big guys. And Frazier had a pretty good game. Yeah, I think he finished with 18. Another guy, the big guys have finished with 18. But um, the game, like I say, defensively was a struggle. And free throws was a problem. Uh, down the stretch, we cannot go and shoot 56% from the game. That That's very uncharacteristic of this uh, basketball team. We cannot shoot 56% uh, throughout the remainder of the season and expect to win uh, a game. So we got to improve on that. Hopefully we will uh, – 
we got a lot of points. Like you said, we got a lot of points from the guards, and I'm glad to see that big three step up. Hopefully, they can continue, and hopefully, we can continue to keep keep uh, Silver and Kosar out of foul trouble. But those guys are so important to us right now, and we need those guys engaged. We need those guys in tune. We need those guys to you know be a part of the team and not be a part of the bench. So once we figure that out and get those guys. Uh, going, I think we'll be okay. 18 apiece for J.J. Frazier and Yante Mayton for Georgia. But the Gamecocks, again, with 21 from P.J. Dozier. P.J. was 7 of 14 from the floor, 1 of 3 from 3, 6 of 12 at the foul line. We talked about Gamecocks, poor foul shooting. South Carolina, 14 of 25 in this win over Georgia. And that definitely helped Georgia hang around. Three boards, three assists, and two steals with no turnovers for P.J. Dozier in 36 minutes of action on Saturday. Dozier led all scores with 21 points. It was 18 for Cinderius Thornwell. He shot 6 of 17, 4 of 7 from 3, and uh, 7 boards for Thornwell in this matchup. Dwayne Notice had 15 points. He shot 5 of 8, including 4 of 7 from 3 as well. 32 minutes for Dwayne Notice. So those three to big players for the Gamecocks again on Saturday. South Carolina got seven apiece from Justin Mackey, Rafelder, and Mike Coatsar, and it was two points for Chris Silva. So 68 points for Gamecock guards on Saturday, Joe, and just nine from Coatsar and Silva. How much of a concern is that for you, the front court not producing a lot offensively? Is that going to be a problem moving forward? Uh, will it be a problem? I don't think so. Um, do we need them on the court? Absolutely. Um because every night the, the three is not going to fall. The jump shot's not going to fall for Sanders and, and PJ. Um, that concerns me, uh, especially when, when you got a league and you're trying to hold on the league, your guards are going to get fouled at the end of the game. And for us to hold on to the league, the PJ and Sanders are going to have to make free throws. But uh, outside of that, uh, those big guys are going to have to step up. Uh, whether guys come off the bench or Silver and Coach are staying out of foul trouble, uh, they're going to have another tough matchup tomorrow. I think got a pretty good, decent guy, kid inside for Alabama. So um, it's a learning experience for these guys, but they're going to have to have to stay out of foul trouble to for this USC team to advance. You know, we, we're we're in a good position right now. We're in first place on SEC, and for us to continue, we're going to you know do the little things, uh, make free throws, rebound, and keep the big kids out of foul trouble. All right, Hassani Gravitt played 14 minutes, did not score. Ten minutes for Kadeem Gaye, two minutes for Demarcus Blanton, and two for Sadie Kaita. None of those players scored. So not a lot offensively from the front court on Saturday, but the guards carried the load in this South Carolina win over Georgia. And this is Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips with Gamecock great Joe Rett. We invite you to download the Gamecock Central Radio app. We've got this free phone app that you can get on the App Store and on Google Play. It allows you to listen to our podcast for free anywhere you receive cell phone service. All the podcasts are free and the phone app is free. So subscribe to our podcast. Search for Gamecock Central Radio. You'll find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and other popular services, or just visit radio.gamecockcentral.com. So, Joe, that sets the stage now for South Carolina and Alabama. Bama having a pretty good year in league play. They're 6-4 and four in the conference, but they've lost their last two games in league play. In fact, Bama this year swept by Auburn, and we saw Carolina blow Auburn out uh, with maybe the Gamecocks' best performance of the year 
uh, a week or two ago. So 6.30 tip tomorrow night. Tuesday night at the Colonial Life Arena. Bama coming in, trying to hand the Gamecocks their first home loss in conference play this year. Yeah, Alabama is a, is a, is a very interesting team. Uh, coach by Avery Johnson, a uh, point guard that's been in the NBA for years, uh, has been coaching in the NBA as well. It was very successful, uh, I think, with the Dallas Mavericks. And didn't do too well with his last stint with the Brooklyn Nets. But now he's in his second year uh, with the Alabama Crimson Tide. And, uh, you know, he's he's over 500 so far. And that's, that's pretty good when you come into a situation like that. Uh, Alabama basketball has been down for a while. But this is a well-balanced team. Uh, they fight. Um, one thing that uh, he plays almost a pro style where he spreads the floor a lot and, and try to create a lot of mismatches. And uh, Carolina definitely going to have the um, get back on the defensive side and, and being you know conscious of detail and, and, and not um, being lackadaisical somewhat on, on defense because this is a team that I mean they can come in here busy even though they're six and four, uh, which is pretty good so far in the conference. Uh, we halfway through the season, halfway through the conference right now, but. Uh, this is a tough Alabama team that that I, you know, can possibly come in and beat. But you know, we tell our business, do what we need to do. I think uh, we shouldn't have no problem. But you know, with up and down, uh, school week, uh, big win, tough win on, on on Saturday. You know, anything can happen. But if we, you know, don't look in the press. Uh, don't worry about us being just ranked 19. But you know, I expected us to move up as well, but uh, we didn't. So you know. As long as we maintain, I think we can run the table, but handle each game one game at a time. Handle tomorrow night, win tomorrow night, and we'll move on to uh, Mississippi State on Saturday. All right, Bama lost by five to Auburn. That was at Alabama most recently, and they lost at Arkansas last week. So they've dropped two in a row in the league, but they are 6-4 and four overall in the SEC. And Bama's head coach is Avery Johnson, who played 16 years in the NBA, led the Dallas Mavericks to their first-ever appearance in the NBA Finals with three consecutive 50-plus win seasons. And uh, Coach Johnson now in his second year at Alabama. Bama made the NIT last year. So 6.30 tip Tuesday night at the Colonial Life Arena, and then it'll be Mississippi State coming up on Saturday. Tough road game here for the Gamecocks. Mississippi State is 14-8. and They're 5-5 five and five in the league. They're coming off a win over Tennessee and they will play at Auburn at 9 o'clock on Tuesday night. So, Joe, Mississippi State, uh, you know, pretty good ball club, certainly one that could present some problems. Road games, always tough in the league, and a pretty tough week coming up here for Gamecock basketball. Oh, no doubt it is. You know, anytime you go on the road, it's very, very tough. Um, you see uh, on Saturday a Kentucky team, a top-10 team, went into Florida and lost. So uh, we keep emphasizing how tough it is to uh, win road games. I don't care where you go. You can go to Auburn. You can go to Vanderbilt. Those are tough wins. Uh, just being in a different environment, getting away from home, and, and hoping that your whole crew come to play. And it's, it's very difficult sometimes, especially when you got young guys. But so far, the game costs are handling things so far. So handle tomorrow night. And uh, hopefully on Saturday we can do the same thing as we go to uh, – Mississippi State. All right, the Gamecocks are nine and one in the league. Florida, Kentucky, just a game back at eight and two, and uh, those three teams are the only SEC teams ranked in this week's AP poll. The new poll is out today. Kentucky is fifteen. Florida jumps over the Gamecocks now, up to sixteen with that win over Kentucky, and the Gamecocks hold at number nineteen in the AP poll. So we're starting to move into the stretch run here, Joe. Uh, the Gamecocks at 9-1 and one in the league, off to a fantastic start. SEC championship is a real possibility, but uh, the bigger picture is that, uh, again, Carolina has not won a game in the tournament in 40-plus years, and everybody's hoping that Carolina is going to finish it out strong and get into the big dance 
not only win a game, but maybe get through that first weekend. And, you know, if you get into the second weekend of the tournament, Joe, anything can happen. So, you know, we can look ahead. The players and coaches cannot, but it's an exciting time for Gamecock basketball. Yeah, no doubt. You and I can look forward to it. Uh, actually, I'm looking forward to the the, uh, 20, the game on the 23rd. I'm quite sure leading up to that game, I'll be built up between going down to uh, Gainesville. We beat that Florida earlier, but going down to Gainesville will be a tough game. But, uh, yeah, as far as the NCAA, I think we can get in there and, and, and especially get through that first night. Get through that first night, do well in the SEC tournament, and get to the NCAA. Hopefully have like a five or six uh, seed, which we would avoid a lot of good teams. You know, we're a dangerous team. We play defense, and those are teams that tend to make runs in the NCAA tournament. So, like we say, we can take it. We can look forward, but right now, this team needs to look forward to Alabama tomorrow night. That's right. 6.30 tomorrow night, South Carolina and Alabama, and we'll have an 8 o'clock tip Saturday at Mississippi State. So we'll come back on Friday. We'll talk about uh, the Mississippi State game. We'll have a look back at tomorrow night's Alabama game as well here on Gamecock Central Radio. Joe, great being with you as always, and great talking Gamecock hoops. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. All right, that's Joe Rett, and I'm Emerson Phillips. We'll have more Gamecock basketball talk here on Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for joining us. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's $200 to use on point spreads, Money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text HOPE NY in New York.